0: the United, can they find something here? Big chance, Barisha! he's done it again, and it's a goal, unbelievable, what about this? Dylan Perez, his first touch of the game, Sanchez, Western United do claim the three points. And Diamante again, oh he's done it, twice, he's chipped a keeper.
1: Presented by Simmons, it's the Green Room on FNR. Football Nation Radio, and we're back for the final time this evening here on the Green Room, the official Western United Club show, brought to you on FNR Football Nation Radio by proud club partners Simmons, the great Australian builder, Simmons Homes, I should say. Uh, as proudly displayed on the uh, the front of the kits. It,
0: geez, the kits are good this season. they
1: always always smashing it the cap gear.
0: We and we're nice and and close to them now with this little makeshift uh, setup. Usually they're a little bit further away, but I can uh, can touch it now. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I, I I worry for the kits every time you're in the studio, Nick Hughes, because you are a you're a kit man, yeah. you're a, an yeah. aficionado of fashion. I worry that they're going to all disappear from the mannequins <laughs> at the end of the night. But I'll, uh,
0: I'll, I'll have to make sure I, uh, I get my hands on a couple from the, from the club at some point. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fantastic
1: game coming up this weekend. I cannot wait for this. I'll tell you what, Sunday, 26th of the December, that's Boxing Day football. It's like we're in, in Premier League. It's, mm. uh, it's great stuff. And all the games in Premier League are getting cancelled anyway. So, yeah. Uh, this one, as far as we know, going ahead as planned. Melbourne victory versus Western United. The Westgate Derby, so many good memories in this fixture. Mm. So many great games. We mentioned the Victor Sanchez winner, the 4 3, ridiculous game uh, last season. Of course, the, the famous 3 2 comeback as well, where victory took an early lead inside 10 minutes and then slowly capitulated as Mark Rodan's side picked them apart. Mm. Can Western United make more history in this one? What's your What's your tip for this based on Victory's recent form? Because this is second v third. This is top of the league stuff.
0: Exactly, and you said it to to Connor Payne when we were chatting to him earlier. You you asked him, "Is this team going to concede a goal ever?" And it because it, it honestly doesn't look like it. And. You know, there's there's been a mix of personnel. Um, you know, Leo mm. dropped out one week, Nikolai Topple Stanley's come in, he's done done it at centre back, he's done it at left back. The the whole structure, you know, again we we spoke to Connor about his role and the, the role of the, the entire eleven in in that defensive uh setup and it's it's been fantastic mm. and it's been such a great turnaround from um, what was a, a disappointing season last season defensively. In particular, I think the, the second uh, most goals conceded uh, a, across the A-League uh, last season. But, yeah, I mean, both sides in, in great form. Victory coming off a, um, a hugely intense uh, Melbourne derby. Uh, the weekend just gone. Uh, I think we've had uh, one extra day or two extra days recovery um, between from... Playing Adelaide on the on the Friday night, so but no, it, it should be a cracker. I think the the round one game was still you know round one. Everyone's always mm-hmm. getting back into that swing of things, uh, but now with uh, with a few games in between, uh, I think it's going to be a cracker. And uh, and Western United now um, has something to something to uh, avenge. Just on the the note of the defence.
1: I look at those two goals that Victory scored against Melbourne City, and all due respect to Melbourne City, of course, they're the reigning champions and they deserve to be treated with that. Um, you know, for, until uh, the taken the crown is taken off them, uh, they are still the reigning champions. But there is no way that this Western United backline is conceding either of the goals that Victory scored against them in the Melbourne Derby mm. on the weekend. I'm um, I'm trying to rack my brain. I can't so even remember Jake the Brimmer, first one, but I quick know the free second one. Uh, of
0: course, yeah. Defense yep.
1: completely asleep, yep. playing Marotta on side letting and him through 1v1. The, one V1. the clearance slash through ball. <laughs> yeah, the goalkeeper clearing the ball up the field, yeah. a centre-back completely misjudging the flight of the ball and following Robbie Cruz into no man's land and just letting it bounce. Like, that's a that's a coach's nightmare. And then the, the keeper mistake as well. I mean, you are got to say letting it squirm mm, under your mm. arm like that. I mean, I think Jamie Young's probably stopping that. So, yeah. I mean, it's like uh, John Aloisi said, like, Jamie Young's in good form and takes a, a good shot to beat him. Um, you know, he wasn't having any of it when the press pack suggested that Ben Halloran's goal should have counted yep. because the referee didn't play advantage. He said, my play has stopped, the whistle's gone, and Jamie Young's not getting beaten from there if the game isn't already dead. So I don't think he would have been, would have been beaten by that Nick D'Agostino shot either. So I think victory are going to have to create better chances than they did against Melbourne City if they want to want to break this this defence open.
0: Absolutely. And another thing that... Um that John Aloisi said post game in the press conference as well was, um, you know, he was asked about uh, not not being able to kill off a game because you know we, we haven't quite been free scoring, um, but he said you know if you score if you score once and you don't concede then you do kill off a game because you're going to win every time and um, that really mm-hmm. seems to be the. Um, not so much the focus, but you know, if you keep a clean sheet, you give yourself a fifty percent chance of winning, rather than a thirty-three percent chance of winning. Technically, yeah. Um, so it's, and, and as as he said multiple times as well, the attack will uh, will get better. Um, you know, Dylan Wend- well, Dylan Wenzel halls and Alexander Previch, whoever later down the line, whoever occupies that number nine position, or whether they do start together, you know, they're both new players. Again, spoke to Connor Payne about a, a a new role or a pre-existing role, but a, a newer role to him now. Ah, oh, it's um, like riding a bike. Yeah, <laughs> so everyone's everyone's getting uh, getting used to that uh, that structure and those partnerships up front. But no, you, you're exactly right. I'm I'm very much looking forward to this game. Um, I think victory of won the last two, uh, obviously including the the big one at the end of last season. Uh, but prior to that, West United had a, a great record against victory. So there's reasons for both teams to come in with confidence, loads of quality players on the pitch, two great coaches on the on the sidelines as well. It's uh, it's going to be a cracker. Yeah,
1: I'm, I'm very much looking forward to it. So this one's at Amy Park, 7.45 kickoff on Boxing Day. I mean, no one's got anything better to do on yeah. Boxing Day. No right? one's, going, no one's going just on lying cricket. around trying to recover from all the food they've eaten the previous. That's certainly my experience. Uh, not the Western United players, of course. <laughs> you know, Connor Payne's driving to his parents to eat, you know, quinoa and kale or salads, something. And, yep,
0: salads only. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: but, you know, I, I think Boxing Day football is a great tradition in um, in England. Maybe the players don't love it because it mm. means they can't, spend time relaxing and, and celebrating with their families. Could but be, for fans, I think it's great. Could be worse. Could be the NBA and play on Christmas Day, to be fair. but uh, Then yeah. West United would have to put out a Christmas kit and then I would have to buy the kit. So I'm glad that doesn't happen. <laughs> so, uh, it wouldn't be good for my, my bank balance. Imagine
0: that. And I wonder what Kappa could come up with for a, a Christmas design.
1: Well, I mean, you've already got the green. So I think you only need to add a few dots of red and you've got mistletoe red. all over it. You know, that's... That, I'm just putting that idea out there for free, you know. Sounds even. good
0: to me. <laughs> <laughs> the oh,
1: dilemma okay. for me is left back at the moment. Is Ben Garuccio back in contention for this week? Are you aware? Or- uh, no, I'm not aware. Okay, uh, so we'll, we'll keep we'll that one see. under our hats uh, for yeah. now. But Nikolai Topla-Stanley, he did well against Adelaide, I have to say, but that's not his position. So yeah, it was- I think there were a few moments later in the game where Bernardo was running at him mm. um, that, you know, for a player – of his age and his legs, you know, that's tough in the last 20 minutes. I thought he held up really well against it, but that's going to be a spot where victory are probably going to put someone like Chris Economides and just go at him. So Western United have to be prepared for that. And I liked Connor Payne's uh, situational awareness. I'm sure the bench were telling him to do it as well, but his game awareness to track back and, and help out Topper mm. Stanley in that position and sort of almost double up on that flank when in a situation and a stage of the game where, where Nikolai really needed that.
0: Yeah, and and Neil Kilkenny as well was was coming across um, again, particularly late on when it does get to that time where um, yeah you, you're more so thinking about holding on for the win rather than uh, going on and, and scoring another goal. It was it was interesting to watch the the structure from um, from up above in the um, is it level two where the where the boxes are um, sort of one point five yeah <laughs> pretty much. But uh, it was it was interesting to see because it was. Certainly in the first half, I think in the second half maybe less so, but it, it was a bit of that sort of flexible three into four at the back, sort of in and out of possession. Where in possession it looked like it became a three uh, with uh, Topo Stanley on the left of the three, uh, Lacrae in the middle, and Tamaki on the right. Um, and then yeah, you you mentioned Connor Payne. I, I guess sort of in possession, he sort of was back to a little bit back mm-hmm. to that wing back role. Uh, and and getting up and down, you know, we know those attackers uh, have the engine and the and the work ethic. Uh, when you guys spoke to Lockie Wales a couple of weeks ago, he said, you know, it's a it's a part of his game that he takes a lot of pride in as well. Uh, that that defensive defensive side of the game. So I think the the positive for well, one of many positives for Western United at the moment is that it seems like. Everyone's just pulling in the same direction, and and the squad depth at the moment means that you know players can come in out of position, like Nikolai Topple stanley did, and uh, and not only um, just fit in, but really uh, play a serviceable role as well. well. The structure is strong; just need to add a few
1: more goals, and mm. suddenly Western United already sitting pretty in the table, are flying to uh, to contending for the title, but early days yet. Yeah. Uh, titles aren't won in the first five games for so. sure.
0: yeah Neil, Neil Kilkenny was uh, speaking on RSN this morning and he said, you know we're we're happy, but it's uh, it's five games in so yeah, you're exactly right, a long way to go. but at the same time, you know we know you can look back at, at previous uh, previous years previous league tables, there's a, a trend for how many games you need to win to make the finals. So you know if it's a sort of 12 13 game mark, you know, already a third of the way there. So it's it's certainly a, a fantastic start. You want to start a season strong. You want to finish a season strong as well. So this sort of in-between period now I think is is going to be really important and, and really exciting to see uh, how we go. My
1: last question for the night, it's Boxing Day football. We know it's not Christmas Day, but talking about fashions and sideline fashions, who will be the best dressed on the touchline? Will it be uh, Diego Simeone, sorry, uh, Tony Popovich <laughs> or John Aloisi, because we've seen Johnny rock the three piece before. Uh, he looks mm. good in a suit, Johnny. And, and, uh, Tony Popovich is all, always about the svelte dark numbers yes. as well.
0: Yeah, he is. Uh, John's been looking good in the, the Peter Jackson suit in the last couple of weeks. I'm, uh, I'm liking it. It's, it's money's on
1: that. Do you think he'll have something special for the occasion? Yeah, I don't know. Maybe a little, uh, Little a little carnation christmas, or something christmas,
0: christmas holly pin or something <laughs> we'll uh, we'll have to wait and see or um maybe you'll be out on the boxing day sales in the morning and uh, and surprise <laughs> us with uh with something special we'll we'll have to wait and see <laughs> all right we'll get down there to amy park it's going to be a fabulous game let's uh
1: show victory what the what Western United can bring and what fans like Caleb, who's gone to the mm. lengths of getting a tattoo, can uh, can bring to the active support. Fantastic. Absolutely.
0: Looking forward to it. And just before uh, yeah. we sign off, uh, I know you guys had Mark Torcazzo planned last week, but uh didn't, uh, didn't quite work out mm-hmm. with, with some technical difficulties. But a, a massive shout-out from the club to Colder United. What a fantastic achievement oh, on Sunday. Uh, four Nike FC Cup wins in a row. Uh, Alex Sinclair doing what she does best as, as captain leading from the front with two goals and goodness me, Montana Matthews was, with an absolute screamer in between them as well. Um, so a big congratulations to, to Calder United. Um, certainly very proud of that partnership at the club and, um, looking forward to, to seeing where that goes, um, going forward and, and hopefully, uh, around the corner is a, an A-League women's opportunity, but just wanted to get that shout out in there. Cause, uh, I know you guys missed out on, on Mark mm-hmm. last week. So, um, well done.
1: Good things happening at Calder United. So I think it's as good a time as any to start looking at what the club's doing in the MPL scene with the partnership with Calder and with the MPL3 side coming into next year. I tell you what, that MPL3 uh, junior side is really, really good to watch. Mm. And Calder United have set the benchmark in the competition for years and years. So. Get down and watch them. They're uh, affiliated with the club now and who knows what might happen uh, in the A-League women's next year. We might see a a veteran like Alex Sinclair finally get her professional opportunity. That would be a, a, what a story that would be! It would be incredible, but uh, don't want to put the cart before the horse. But that's uh, <laughs> I'm 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 hoping and praying that's uh, that's going to happen. Uh, we'll sign off here on the green room. Uh, we're going to take a little bit of a break over the Christmas period, and we will be back the week of January 10th. So January 12th will be the next green room show. Uh, hopefully, we can. Uh, just do a little bit of a tune up here in the FNR studios mm. and work out what on earth they're doing next door. But uh, yeah, we do apologize for a couple of audio dropouts and the late start tonight. Just a few things out of our control. We're going to get that sorted over the Christmas break and we hope you uh, see your families, stay safe and uh, have a fantastic time watching Western United try and continue their run of wins and clean sheets up at the, uh, the pointy end of the A-League table. It's uh, it's an exciting time. So stay tuned and uh Until next time, goodbye for now. Western United, can they find something here? Big
0: chance, Barisha! He's done it again. And it's a goal! Unbelievable! What about this? Dylan Perez, his first touch of the game. Sanchez! Western United do claim the three points. And Diamante again! Oh!
1: Presented by Simmons, it's the Green Room on FNR, Football Nation Radio.